on today's episode of the spoiler log we've got no intro because we have a lot of people here and there could very well be a lot th- a lot of things to talk about so uh without further ado i'm deity and uh today i have airy say hello hello uh i have humbug hello and i have uh, scottish brave hello well thank you guys for joining me this is uh a little unprecedented. Uh, you, you guys have all had your episodes on 216, and those links are going to be in the description. We've heard their stories, but I, I reached out to each of these individuals because there's a lot of things we've talked about a little bit between us and in, you know, I guess other sides of friend groups that uh, about tournament competitive anxiety, things people go through. And uh, I I wanted to just kind of have this out there for everyone in case somebody else is struggling with it and doesn't know how to talk about it. So we're going to be potentially a little open and honest with you guys. And uh, yeah, like it's it's probably not the easiest topic to talk about. So that's that's why we wanted to try and do something like this. Um, I'm going to kind of just start with this topic. You know, when you hear the word tournament, you you get real excited, right? Like, does everybody feel that way? Yeah. Yes. For sure. Somewhat, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I do. Uh, when I first started, I was, like, super excited about these things. And I was like, okay, well, I have no expectation. This will be really fun. Now, for me personally, uh, I, I feel a pressure. And it has gotten to the point, I'll say, and this is a me problem, but it's gotten to the point of anxiety. And, uh, I, you know, I kind of put some notes about that here. And I think others maybe have this same feeling. It's not just so much with tournaments, but anything competitive. Um, Ari, you kind of had some thoughts on this where uh, it kind of would stem even into ladder. Would you, would you mind talking a little about that? Yeah, I think there is um, some sort yeah, there is definitely a lot of pressure with regards to anything competitive. It started with tournaments, expectations, uh, especially like outside expectations once you start winning a lot and then it turns into you're believing in the sense that you need to start winning and right and every loss just at some point feels like somewhat of a blow because people expect you to win people want you to win like it's meant in a very supportive way obviously but at some point like even when you join a ladder race and you see that you're top five in global lifetime rankings you you don't want to lose those points and then you only start joining the ladders when you're feeling really good you've actually like practiced for like 20, 30 minutes beforehand, oh, can I actually hit all the tricks? Can I can I hover or not? Like, is it oh, a yeah. good day? <laughs> and yeah, our, our if it doesn't feel right. The correct length for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, have I given myself a good manicure today? Um, <laughs> but but for real, like, for at, at a certain point, it got really bad where I just wouldn't join ladder races because I was just too afraid of losing. And not just sure. because... I would let people down, but I would let myself down. And that's something I had to had to like learn to deal with over the course of, especially last year when it got really bad. I understand. Um, Humbug, do you have any potential thoughts as, as far as like anything to weigh in about like these this type of situation? Uh, well, sure. Like, uh, I'm, I'm I have never felt the same way about the ladder as Zeri describes. I sure. don't think. Uh, it has been more like racing in general, mm-hmm. uh, and specifically like big big tourneys. Uh, I I have like the expectations to win. 
I have felt uh, recently specifically like I, I managed to get number one seed in the main tourney quals somehow. Right. I wanted and, to ask about that. Yeah. In, did that change? Did like that, like, I guess, badge of I got one seed. Did that change anything for you as far as like when you started your async or your live qualifiers versus like what did anything change mentally for you when you hit that spot of saying, okay, well, I guess I'm number one now. Yeah, it it did. Uh, It so when when it happened, like the the asyncs, I was I was like the, the, the qualifiers, they like mentally for me, they weren't hard at all. I just mm-hmm. I just played the game. I had fun. They were su- they were awesome. Well, sure. Of, co- of course they were. They went very well for me. Like, sure. <laughs> but <laughs> but it it transferred into something expectations like from myself kind of I I tried to I tried to not let it get to me, but it's hard. But there, yeah. it also transferred to expectations from from other people on myself specifically like expectations from my opponents sometimes like i mm-hmm. i did experience some some uh instances where my opponents before the race basically just proclaimed that well it was fun it was a fun ride but now it's done because <laughs> i'm up against seed number one you know um yeah so that kind of expectation took away some of the fun. Yeah, it definitely can take that fun away. Uh, I I think that's one thing you and I have a little bit in common here on that topic. So, you know, 2021, Ari and I were in top top contention for that one seed spot. Uh, And then he ended up getting it in 2022, which I was really happy he did. I hated in a way that I took it away from him because I felt he was more deserving. Um, Like that's another thing. It's like the, the success sometimes makes me almost feel as though like like I don't deserve it. Um I'll 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 put a, a pin in that. We'll walk that away a little bit and stay on kind of here. But but yeah like having having that badge, I think the badge adds a little bit. So mm-hmm. Scottish, I want to add with you here, I remember when you came in on the scene, everyone knew who you were instantly due to a really good placement in a main tournament qualifier and getting like, what well, was it? Wasn't it you that got like 50,000 uh, or something like race time yeah. points? <laughs> the first <laughs> qualifier I ever did. So uh, yeah, I, I got like an insane amount of points because I finished like uh, 18th or something, top 20 or something like that out of right. hundred plus racers. And yeah, I just, yeah, I got like all these points and it's like, I don't know if these mean anything, but like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> All the magic beans. <laughs> I didn't know it was my, f- I think it was my first race on race time as well. Because it was just like, I just topped in. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Then I did really well in that one call and I was like, mm, yeah. And then the rest went. <laughs> <laughs> as, mean, as it goes. It happens. Yeah, Absolutely. But yeah, like, did that, I mean, uh, you could say no to this because I know you were pretty new then, um, but did that, like, I don't know, you did really well in one, and I'm not sure what your expectations were when you went into it to begin with. Were there any things like, okay, I've got to do really well in these next ones, or were you just maybe along for the ride? Yeah, the first one, I was definitely just along for the ride because it was like, 
I think it was the first major tournament I'd even participated in at all. And then, so I was just like, cool, that, like, that went well. I think because I didn't have any expectation of, like, how I would uh, place. I was like, okay, so maybe I can do this again. Uh, as it turns out, I couldn't. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the first one for sure, it was just like, let me see how I can do and where I where I am at currently. Um, so I I think after done five, maybe six, I was sitting at 129. And I was like, okay, I can wait to see if maybe like, because there was a few races to go. So I decided right. to do one final one to try and push myself in. I made it worse for myself and pushed myself down <laughs> and ended up in Challenge Cup for that year. Um, but like through that, like I met a lot of people. So yeah, the first time, the first one definitely, I wanted to do as well as I could. But because I think I had no previous experience, I didn't place much of an expectation on myself. It was more, let's see what we can do. Mm-hmm. And then the next year was a very different story. Uh, next. Can you can you talk a little bit about that next year and how, how you went into that, like what mentality you had? I want to always do better than I did the year before. Okay. So, which was qualify. So I did that. And, and then, then five I went and one. into groups. And I went six and oh. Oh, he's six and oh even, right? I, yeah. I, I wow. was like, yeah, I remember that. I remember, that, I remember fear on somewhere. I don't, I think maybe I it was, think it, was it, the mid podcast. The mid- yeah. He, he hyped you up. He did. Mm-hmm. He hyped <laughs> you up a lot. Yeah. yeah and so we had the, the mid tournament special me. too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because um, yeah, me and Will WC we got invited on to the uh, the the league stream that year, and I think like that was so cool to go six and all. Like I'm not gonna lie, it felt good, but I was like, I need to keep this up now. I felt right. that, that's when the pressure kicked in. Yeah. It was like yeah. I'd qualified. I was like, I've already done better. That's cool. Let's see what we can do in groups. And I did that. And I was like, I need I need to. This is. So is this where I am now? Is this what I need to keep up? So, um, mm-hmm. but the, I, so I made it through and my first opponent was Fred F. Coughlin. And um, there was a thing that you were talking about, Humbug, when you face certain opponents. Like for me, Fred is higher skill level than I am. But for me, I approach it differently. Like, like, on, like honestly, reasonably, if I was up against any of you three, yous are probably going to win because yous are definitely more skilled than I am. But I'm not letting you take it. I will fight you for it. Like I'm not just going to lay down and be like, oh, up against number one seeds, that's me done. No, I'm going to try my best. Like absolutely, probably not gonna. But no, absolutely not. I'm not letting you having this win for free. It's that's that's my viewpoint. I had heard a saying a long time ago uh, in a dancecape tournament. All of those are like you pay, you pay to get into the dancecape tournament. And then, you know, the wind, like the pot is like top three gets like a percentage of everything. And mm. someone's expression was, that's my money until you take it from me. As in until you beat me. Like that like was that. their mentality. It didn't matter what seed they were, but they said, you know, it's, it's my money until you take it. Um, in Rando, I think it's a little different. It's not all skill. So it's a little harder for me to go from something skilled like that and have it actually correlate very well. Ari, I know you are very 
adept, I'll, I'll use that word, at NMG. Very good at that. Humbug, you are too. Brave, I will say I'm not too sure if you have played too much NMG. Have not. I okay. have played it looking- I've played it twice. Once was a blind race between me and Vix because somebody asked us to do it. And another time, I think, I think it was a sub goal was met on the channel. Like, I... NMG would probably help me uh, improve like my execution as such, but I I don't have like the mentality that that say Arian Humbug have. I hate doing the same thing over and over and over again. It bores me senseless. Sure. Like if you've got the mindset and and you've got like you can go and do that. Like that's awesome. Like I love watching it. I love watching people do NMG and watching the skill. I just I don't have the capacity to do that. I just I will get bored so easily. But that's mm-hmm. absolutely 100% like a me thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I think the last time I did it, I got like a 142. But right. I, as of this moment, no desire to improve yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I need, no, no need to. I need to change. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody here will say that's totally fair. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, you mentioned something else, Brave, that I kind of want to touch on. The whole... I want to do better than I did last time. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a very healthy attitude when improvements can be measured. And I think, uh, you know, somebody somebody jump in here if you think I'm wrong or have an opinion on this. But when you are starting in randomizer, it is there is an objectional like instead of a subjectional, there's an objective, I guess, way of saying you are getting better. Like you can measure it. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can but like, either, especially in the past, when I think at least you and I, Dante, probably humbugged a little bit as well, when there were still lots of dailies, lots of weeklies, lots of big pickup races, you could keep joining those and you could just see your trajectory going upwards. You started in the bottom half and then you started getting mm-hmm. top 40%, top 30%, and you just felt yourself getting better and better. And nowadays with ladder, of course, you can just like slowly see your rating go up as well. So there are like somewhat objective ways to like see yourself getting better. But I mean, the higher you get, mm-hmm. the harder it is going to get. And then you don't really feel like you're maybe improving as much anymore. I think that's definitely something that is difficult at times. Once you're yeah, at like, that point. And I, and I, th- I think also the better you get, the more, the more of a blow you get from uh from a loss absolutely right right if you if it's 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 so binary it's, it's win or lose especially in in tournaments in brackets it's it's win or lose and if you lose while you think you have achieved a great skill it it's such a blow right yeah uh, you had you kind of thought i'm I, I thought i would do better than this yeah yeah it just didn't happen that way mm-hmm. um but yeah, I agree. Like I know in our, our doc that we kind of collapsed some notes on, there was a note about like the one V ones with ladder being very all or nothing. It's not like, like Ari was mentioning that gradual improvement you could see in old group races. And now with everything being one and one or one versus one and we are, and I'm not saying that's a problem. So no one twist our, my words here, but that's, <laughs> that's where we've, you know, evolved into. We have tournaments literally like, I think a new tournament got announced like five seconds ago and there's going to be another one in 10 seconds that, that just, at least that's how it's perceived at this point. Uh, slight hyperbole, but it's always a, I won or I lost. 
And I remember kind of speaking with Ari, you know, just a second ago about his his uh, group race deal there. Like, I remember the first weekly I entered and I got like top 10 out of like 20 people or something along those lines. It's I don't have the stats in front of me. It was something like that. And I'm like, OK, well, I kind of I feel like I know what I'm doing a little bit. And I had raced in a, a Swiss and all beforehand. And then, you know, a few weeklies that I entered later and they were very, very spread out or they weren't like every single week, you know, suddenly like I'm top five and top three, you know, different runners each time sometimes. And then I won one and I was like, am I good at this? You know, or did I get lucky? I, I really didn't know, but I felt like I was playing better. And when I started to feel like I understood the game, that's where, like you were saying, humbug, the, the whole when you start to take those losses or you don't replicate or improve, as Scottish said earlier, on where you were last time, it's it's almost like a little bit of a blow uh, to the mm -hmm. ego, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Like it, this is an ego thing, I think, to an extent, even though mm -hmm. I don't think any of the four of us are like super pompous, you know, look how great I am. People we're not. That's I don't think that's our attitude. And I don't think I don't know about Eddie like, but yeah, hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, sure. I love, like, I love showing off here and there. And like, if I, if we achieve something, I'm sure that all of us like want to share it. But sure. It's more in a like, you're allowed to be happy about your achievements, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think like any of us do it with the intention of putting others down, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't read it as a as an egotistic thing at all. It's competitive. We are we are we are competitive. We we wanna we wanna win. Uh, we wanna do well. We wanna we wanna do better, as you said, Scottish, like better than last time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's the competitive part of us, not the egotistic part of us. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I think it's especially when it's a win that you didn't expect that you would win as well. Like you don't mean yeah. like I was I, I I don't mean to like put you under the microscope here, Eddie, but when. Zen and I won the cooperations against you and Andy. Mm -hmm. Like, we were going to fight you, but we did not expect to win. And when we did, it was like, what? Like, <laughs> just double check, refresh the race room and make sure this is correct. It was like, <laughs> so it, it didn't really, you know, like, that was that was a huge win for us. Honestly, truly, for, for us, it was a huge win. But that's not to be like, I beat the great ending. Like, it was just like, you are such fearsome opponents, such skilled racers. And like, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, Dante, but Randall, like everybody says Randall be Randall. There is a little bit of element of luck involved. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when that swings your way, you're like, mm, yes, thank you so much. So yeah, yeah it's, it's trying to find a happy medium between celebrating and being happy about a win, but you don't want to come across as like, yeah, I'm the greatest. It's just, sometimes we're happy about it, but yeah, I'd, when it comes to losses, especially, like, I never go into a race expecting to win, but I can go into a race really wanting to win. Yeah. And when mm -hmm. I don't, it can be, yeah, it's definitely like a bit of a bit of a blow um, when it's something that I've really wanted to try and get a victory in. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's a, I think that's a really good segue to, like, self-expectation. I, 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 you know, I would say I struggle with that the absolute most. Uh for the longest time, I'll give this example, the longest time with League, and this isn't a slight on anyone I've teamed with, but 
we were always like seasons one, two, three. We were kind of labeled the either the Dark Horse team or we were labeled the the team that may be able to do well. And we always kind of exceeded expectations. And I felt a lot of that was we were, you know, we had no pressure. And then season four, I brought Relkin in with me and Nep. And then suddenly I had three or four people say, this is going to be one of the teams to beat. And that's when the self-expectation started to kick in like, oh, we might could win this. And that was that kind of triggered up some of the anxiety. I think that was the year, you know, the year I just won main tournament in 2021. I was very confident right then. I will say as soon as I won main tournament, I took a loss very recently after on ladder a couple of those uh after i took a little mini break and i was like this you know i I, i'll I'll admit this at one point i kind of said to myself this can't be happening like (laughs) is is the is the ride already over was it really just luck and it, it wasn't just luck but it was just you know the counter swing back where like i that's what i kind of learned from that but i will say mentally as far as a competitive person it was very for lack of better phrasing, it was very painful just because it was like, this has been a very big success ride for a while. It's been exceeding expectations and I've, I've been enjoying it and I'm trying to enjoy the moment, but the, the stress that came with it, it was really hard to enjoy the moment. So it's like, you have to look back, I think a little and enjoy it. But, um, but yeah, like in the league that season, I, I had some self expectation and for a while things weren't, weren't really fun, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm not sure if, like, how you guys feel about the the expectation you put on yourselves or not. Ari, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, for me, it's it's been a little difficult because I think from the very like the second tournament I've joined, like the very first tournament, the Key Sanity tournament, like start of 2018, I was still I was super fresh. I had no expectations. Like right. for a very first race, I faced Gamer Kel. I'm not sure who many who is who are listening are going to recognize that name. And I was like, I won, <laughs> and I was like, back. oh my goodness, I can beat the great Gamer Kel. This is amazing. But of course, Key Sanity was new. Like, there's a lot of luck involved. Nobody knew how to route that, <clears throat> etc. But like even in the very first, like the the, the 512 people Swiss. I went six and zero in my first six races. Had to face Andy. We both clowned. Like. <laughs> incredibly hard we both fake powder to get the powder that was supposed to be on pet for oh, no we've both fake powdered for uh ice rod because powder was on pet etc it was it was great i lost that one got to brackets doesn't matter i had a lot of fun but from there on out like i already had some amount of pressure because i started running nmg and like because of like being on both both sides of like the the community like I was very involved. So even like the fall tournaments already had like a low 125 and I was running a lot. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So when groups came out, it was like, well, Harry could go 15 and 0 in this group. And it was like, okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so it kind of started early on already. And even when, like when the league came out and I joined in the second season together with Falane and Wayne, Immediately was like, wow, wow, we need to watch out for that team because look at all those free heavy hitters. Um, 
So it was always a little of like external pressure that's I back then I think I could handle better because I don't think it really internalized as much yet. I still had the feeling of oh I can still improve. Oh there are still a lot of things I don't know. But over the course of the years after having run more and more modes and winning more and having an 80% win rate in ladder and stuff, like more and more it becomes internalized that oh yeah, I do keep winning. Oh I do need to like show that I can do it. And that's the point where every loss and every like <laughs> rating point on ladder that you do lose, it hits a lot harder. And right. uh, I think it all came uh, like to its boiling points uh, last year when I had won like the Park Championship, like the, the mystery tournaments, the quick, um, the quick cross, the, like it was cross keys with starting boots, sleuth, and sword. Mm -hmm. uh, I won those two tournaments, and then I won the Open Plus Ladder Invitational. That was where I had infinite, incredible races with Humbug. Um, <laughs> five of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I won three tournaments. I got the NMG world record. I was on top of the world. I was getting a deep run into the main tournament, but it was all so much. And there was all the scheduling and there was so much energy that went into it that at some point, like I lost to, to Andy in a really sweet best of three in the quarterfinals. And I was so happy about it. <laughs> I was just so much scheduling, like my real life started to suffer because of it. And mm -hmm. at that point I realized, okay, I need a break because I put so much mental effort into performing and being stressed about this video game that it's not worth it anymore. <laughs> and sure. yeah, I think that was like the point where I really realized I need to reevaluate what I'm doing and how I'm approaching races. And yeah, that's caused me to, to take a break from, from like tournaments for, or at least really reduce how much I was racing. So I want to ask you this specifically because you've been, you've been in some really, you've been in more situations than I have of being up no, number one. I'll just use that term. You know, you, you were the NMG world record holder. You, you know, won tournaments, a whole lot of them at one time, at one point. Um, when I, when I was at the winning of the main tournament and the league, the next year I took a break because I promised my wife. And then when I started to get back into, okay, I'm going to start competing again. The very first thought I had, and I'm, I don't know if you had this or if either, you know, humbug or brave have ever thought this, but the first thing I thought was what can you do different this time? besides go down. And mm. at that point, uh, you know, I can have fun, but you've already done this one time, so you should be able to do it again, right? Yeah. Question mark. And I, I, I literally had that like, oh no moment where I was like, did I, have I set myself up for failure? I guess is the way to put it. <laughs> I I had thought that for quite some time. You know, I I think in that same time span, I had risen to number one on the Step Maniacs leaderboard. And that was like, where do you go from there? You go down if you unless you just keep building, you know, a point system thing there, you you go down. So I, I was curious if if that thought had ever crossed your mind, Ari, or anybody else. Mm, for me personally, 
not so much because I. It's mostly about like general improvements and not mm-hmm. so much being better or like performing better than relatively than others because I love seeing others improve and I love helping others improve and coaching people and discussing routing with others or helping them with vanilla preset or NMG and all that. So that's not as much a concern to me. It's more about lifting each other up in that sense. When it comes to tournaments, I kind of went back to like three or four years back when I was still playing that I really realized it doesn't matter if I lose because I know how much it would mean to the other person as well. And I can just be happy for what they achieved. Right. And in that sense, like, of course, I'm going to play to win. But knowing that, in a sense, it doesn't matter if I lose. Like, it doesn't change my self-worth. It's, at this point, <laughs> I certainly hope it doesn't change, <laughs> like, how others would see me. Like, I, I was pretty worried about that for a long time. It's like, oh, he loses a race. He's washed up. It's like, it, it's not like that. Like people yeah. will care you will care about your results because of the person you are and not just about how good you are in a sense. Like if they want to see you do well, they want to see you do well, and if you lose, then that's fine. Like I, I yeah. kind of I, I really reevaluated that a lot because winning tournaments is good, but in the end, what I'm I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, no, really I- matter that much anymore. Right. It's it's like it, we've all learned from so many tournaments. And I think we can all probably say this is that uh, it doesn't like put you on this big pedestal. Like, you know, you know, I didn't mean to say pedestal, but, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended and now I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Brave. Um, but like it, it's it, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people and I, I, I had this perception like, you know, when X tournament get this all this grandeur, you don't get that. You just you, you did it. Nice job. Congratulations, you you had fun. Um, Humbug, I know I want to ask you this. You had a, a long streak, and uh, hopefully this isn't like a low blow, uh, but um, you had a, lo- a long streak of like getting second in a lot of these like invitational tournaments. Um, <laughs> what can can you can you specify what you mean by had? Uh, oh, okay. So, still having. <laughs> No, no did, did did any of that like has any of that like weighed on you per, per se? Is there you know? And I, I may be putting words in your mouth, but I'm curious how you have felt through all of that. Like if, if you'd be willing to share it. Uh, the the tourneys that I finished second in are tourneys that I view as successes mm-hmm. for me. Uh, the well. I, Okay, I I think there are three or four tourneys that I have ended up like top three, um, and I view all of those as successes. Um, especially the one where, where we had the epic throwdown between me and Harry in the open boots, <laughs> open plus. Uh, that was that was that was really really fun. I lost, but that was so cool. Regardless, anyway. Uh, no, I can't say that those are the ones that weigh me down. It's it's the ones where it's the ones where I don't get as far as I expected. Like it, it's it's the expectations that I put on myself. Sure. Like <clears throat> I 
I think, yeah, it was like it was one and a half year ago or something like that. Uh, I started taking NMG slightly more serious. Okay. Um, and by, by, by serious, I mean, maybe I should look up some strats uh, and, and do runs like semi uh, consistently. And I started getting better. Uh, I realized that I did start to get better. And like the, the logical conclusion I drew of that was that, okay, this should translate into rando that I can, I, th this should make me win more often because mm -hmm. my execution is increased. The but it should, there is should, right? Should, very, oh yeah. oh yeah. But it should also give me leeway to route more conservatively. Like I should mm -hmm. be able to be more thorough, like in my in my play, and I feel like when that has worked out for me, which is did in a couple of those tournaments, that's when I felt success. But like in in other instances of playing this game, that has not worked out for me, and that's where the blow has stricken. Like sure. <sighs> If, if, if I at some point like lost because I took a gamble that, mm -hmm. that I, I don't know that, that that's a blow to me. Like I can take a loss for someone taking a gamble and winning over me. That's way more f fine, I think. But and, and like me being more conservative with my routing. But if I if I like gauge my qualities in a way that doesn't gain me the wins that I want then it's that that's when the blow mm -hmm. really hurts sort of i'm not sure if the, any of that made sense but it does in my head anyway uh, i'm i'm trying to correlate a little bit here just to try and understand so are you, are you saying that like if if someone clown routes it, it, that's one of the, the slang we like to use i guess mm -hmm. or people like to use of the community and it like massively pays off and you play very well your execution's up so does that were you trying to say that makes like you're totally okay with that because of how it happened. Oh, for sure. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, yep. That's that's what I was understanding. Yep. Um, but yeah, like when that happens early, and you're just like, man, I thought I was gonna go like two more rounds in this tournament minimum. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Yeah. That exactly. And and <clears throat> like I I remember specifically it was last year's main uh, main tourney. It was like round of sixteen, I think. And I was up against Obscure, who who ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, I lost because I skipped Ice T, and Samaria was in there. Mm. Like that—that's the reason I lost that game, and that was game three between the two of us. Um, he did not skip it, and therefore he won. But the fact that I like—I didn't feel like I played to my strengths that I like upon which I build my expectations. Therefore, that loss hurt more. Like you went out of your norm, we'll call it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when, yeah, when you almost trick yourself, I, I think something, and I, I will attest to this, when you second guess yourself mid-race in the pressure in that moment, and you it, that second guessing causes you to do something you normally do not do, and it does not pay off, mm -hmm. I think that's, probably one of the most infuriating things especially like if that if you know that's probably what cost you a race yep yeah i, I could definitely relate to that 
Brave, do you have any any thoughts on on that type of thought process? Kind of, yeah. Like, honestly, what you were just saying, like, I think, for me, I think I'm still working out how I play, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's um, fair. It's... It, when it comes to, because I'm still, like, I'm still in the process now of, like, I'm I'm still trying new modes. Like, mystery for me is a new mode. Uh, so I'm, like, trying different things to work out how best to, like, how how I wrote that and stuff. But, uh, yeah, like say, like you're just saying, like, in, in certain modes, I have my route and I do my route. And I know, like, like sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll, I've decided to absolutely do something. And then, do you know that just be doubt of thought? It's like... Mm, but what if it's this one? Th- I'll just go and check this one thing, and you go and spend two, three minutes going checking this one thing, and like say it doesn't pay off, and you're mm-hmm. like, that, yeah. Right. I think when when that when doing something that I haven't done that I wouldn't normally do rather causes a loss. That one hurts more. Like I'm one thing I've worked on really hard is getting better at dealing with losses. Um, I went. I t- I took a seven loss streak on ladder and. My viewpoint, I think when I started, was kind of like the same as yours, Eddie, even though obviously I'm not your, I'm not top five. Um, but I kind of equated my self-worth of how good I was, like how, you know, the wins on the ladder equates my skill level. And it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You can just get unlucky. Um, like now I kind of view it, I've kind of gone over to Humbug side. Like ladder for me is where I now go to improve. And if I lose, I lose. Cool. I'm going to get another shot at it. But I think that's where also like the different pressures come from. Like, ladder for me, I, area I don't have your problem of um, trying to maintain that high level of expectation. I don't have, I don't need to remain top five. I've never, I've not been there. I would love to get there. But for me, if I lose, that's cool. I've got, I've got like another shot at it. But as I've kind of climbed up, I'm starting to feel that pressure a little bit as well. Of, like, I, I took a nine win streak on the ladder. And that felt awesome. And I was like, hit 10, hit 10. And I was like, it's going to stop at some <laughs> point. So when it did stop, I was like, I told you it was going to stop. It was cool while it lasted, but it was going to stop. But there was a bit inside me that was like, mm, I want to get that 10. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, kind of touched on that a little. Like, so ever since I lost to Andy in, in the main tournament last year, I haven't lost like a tournament 1v1 since. I, I'm, and I'm like, I kind of want to keep that streak. But I know it's going to stop at some point. But it's like that, that duel, like, man, it would be really cool if I could just, like, go more than a year without losing a tournament 1v1. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's not realistic in a sense. Like, you're going to lo- lose a coin flip somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's something that's that probably one of the main things that's that's still a struggle for sure. I think I wouldn't have that as much with, with ladder anymore. I think over the course of the year... That's something I've learned to work on. It's not like, oh, I really need to get the 2200 rating anymore, or I want to Bob Zalga on the number one global lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had my I've had my month long streak on, as number one. It's fine now. But there is still like somehow the idea of of streaks and chaining wins together. That's it's it's just too satisfying to really get out of your mind. Yeah. It's like not really a not really like feeling invincible kind of thing, but you're like like I'm on a roll right now. Like like I need someone good needs to come take me down. And it's 
it it feels <laughs> really really good. But I think the more you win, the more pressure. For, for me, it's the more pressure I put on myself. Mm-hmm. Like it was like you were saying earlier. Sure. I've done it once. I can do it again. But sometimes you just can't do that again. Like, the cards sometimes just aren't there with the way the items were like, and yeah. you know, the tendencies of you versus someone else. Like there's so many factors that we're not in control of. I think, I think that's what's, you know, I, I hate to say it's like, th- this sounds like I shouldn't be playing a randomizer. <laughs> the, uh, the, when you, when you start out in rando for me, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I could not control that because yeah. that was yeah. my way of stealing one. And yeah, yeah. I'll say stealing one, so to speak, as in I made a play, it paid off, was those always felt so much more rewarding, honestly, than tournaments I've won. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I think it was because I correlated, you know, versus like, okay, well, I had a lucky streak and won a tournament versus I made I just made a decision and it worked and I stuck to it instead of like I had self-confidence, I guess, is a way to put it when I made that decision at that time and it just worked out now. Like I and this I, I'm, I'm going to kind of segue a little bit here, like sometimes now if I make a decision, the first thing I think of is I wonder who's judging me for that one. Uh, <laughs> there was uh, there's been a lot of. For me, and I know this isn't like everybody, uh, but like for me, I felt like 2021 success streak. I I had a big imposter syndrome the entire time. I was like, I don't know why I'm here. Um, I looked at my next opponent every time and was like, well, all right, it's been a great run. And then, you know, it would go to three and then somehow I'd win game three and I'd just be like, I guess I'm playing again next week. And then it would be like another three game series uh, or I would accidentally go to Pendant Swamp in a fit of I forgot to do Graveyard Ledge. Um, and like that, that one against P-Train still haunts me to this day. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I never should have deserved that because I was supposed to use Bombos and Ice in a crystal. And I went to Swamp and it was marked Pendant. And I got in and heard the Pendant music before MSU times and thought, OK, well, you're up a game. This will be OK. You've really screwed this one over. And then that apparently was the right play. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. I, I have those like moments of you really don't deserve this, dude. Like I, I say that to myself a lot. Um, but I, I guess like the combative thought for that is like, do any of us ever really deserve any of this? You know, like we don't we're not entitled to winning. We're not entitled to losing. We're, we're playing a game for fun. We're supposed to be playing it for fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, a lot like, of us. Like, I don't think, yeah, I don't think anybody ever goes in, okay, no, most people don't go in feeling a sense of entitlement to win. Mm -hmm. There are those out there who totally do. Like, sorry, I'm going to call you out. I don't know who you are, but you know who you are. (laughs) But like, yeah, there's, like, none of us ever go in expecting to win, and we're not entitled to win, but... If you are someone who has put in a lot of work and a lot of effort to improve, it's good to see that person getting the wins. Like, I've, like we've all seen people go through mentor tournament. They started not so good. Maybe they didn't oh, even yeah. know the blind script fight. Now they're in main and they're shooting off and they're like top 32, top 16. That's awesome to see. Are they entitled to win? No, but it is so good to see people being rewarded for the hard work that they put in. But I, 
I get what you mean though, Dante, because like I've been like I, I don't know. I'm thousands of hours into this game now. My practice is my streams. Mm-hmm. I practice like ladder is my practice now, and there's wins I've gotten in ladder that I don't feel I should have won because I messed up somewhere, but my opponent messed up more. But it's like right. I still don't feel I shouldn't. I shouldn't have won this. And then talking about imposter syndrome when myself and last location years went from open to invitational so we hate saying it's quote unquote earned our way there like we we got top four in open yeah you did i just hate earned it's like you know because teams are brought up it's not that they don't deserve to be there because they didn't earn it that's i hate it but i can't think of a better word honestly so i'm sorry i didn't mean any offense to anybody but like we so we finished top four in open and we went to invitational and for me, imposter syndrome, it, it, it hit so hard. It hit so hard because, okay, yes, we had played our way up to being here, but like looking at all these people around us, I'm like, no, like, no, like, no, no, no. You are all far better than me. No, I can't, I can't do this. No, I can't, I can't handle this. The, like, I was just like, and, but I also, it was, a, it was one side of one coin. Like I, I was like, I don't feel like I deserve to be here because like I'm I don't think I'm as good as all of these other people. But on the other hand, the this the other voice in my head was like, prove them wrong. Prove them. Show mm-hmm. them that you've earned the right to be here. So the comp like that competitive part came out of prove that you have earned your right to be in the invitational, but that just put even more pressure on me to show that I was there. So I was like, I can't win. I'm hurting myself. Like I've got the angel and demon, but they've actually like, they're holding hands behind my head going, yeah, let's do this. (laughs) It's you, you just can't win. And then on top, I don't know, like you all have like kind of your own communities as well. Like I never feel any pressure. Like my, my community, like they're amazing and their support is incredible. And they've never made me feel like pressured to win. They always want me to win. But the other thing is, I don't ever want to let them down Mm -hmm. because I feel like I would be wasting their support. And then in league as well, like in individual tournaments, if I lose, it's just me. It's fine. Whatever. League, I have teammates and I don't want to let them down as well. So that's more pressure as well. So it's like pressure on top of pressure different varying levels of it and it's 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 funny how our minds work i think because mm-hmm. your your community like my friends humbug's friends aries friends communities however you want to put this i think when they 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 want us to win it's it's like a, a supposed to be it's supposed to be a sign of support like you know hey we wish you the best that's it yeah. like they're mm-hmm. and, and i think they have no expectation but it's very easy, and I, I'll agree with you on that. It's so easy to just see that and think, I can't let them down. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's this is trivial in the grand scheme of life, but I can't let them down. And then you lose a, a coin flip. You lose this game. It has no bearing. And in that moment, it can feel the absolute worst. And it only feels so bad because of the, the pressures that, like, I think that go on, like, in our own heads, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. At least that's how it is for me. I, I will openly admit this. Uh, n- nothing against him specifically. I, I lost to GGW twice in league finals. 
I felt personally responsible for our team losing in finals because I I I just kept losing. Um, I was having a bad playoff run. Andy and Ari carried carried me basically into <laughs> the fi- almost into finals, if if for lack of better phrasing. And um, it 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 no no it hurt. I was just like, man, like I know GGW is a good runner. It's like there's no free win against him or others that I lost to or beat. Um, but at the same time, I was like. Man, I really wish I could have got that one. You know, I wish I could have given Andy and Ari an opportunity because I, I mean, shoot, I don't even know if we'd have won a game five in that, you know, going into co-op retrance uh, against, you know, people like Hitzian and Telethar who are so good at entrance. Like I'd have been I think I'd have been the most spaghetti not being in that race, just watching that. I don't know if I'd have been able to handle it, but, um, you know, that's uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there because we never even got to that. What if scenario? Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It, it was like it hurt. It was like, all right, cool. Congrats. Like, I know GGW's been on the cusp of winning a tournament for a long time, and now he's on his tear. Like, mm-hmm. he's won Lee. He's won... Um, casual Boots in. He won Casual Boots Invitational and then won the main tournament. Like, everybody has their time. And I, I, uh, I kind of liken this to recent events in the community, uh, as well as situations like tournaments. Um, and you guys being in the EU may not be able to correlate this, so uh, I'll, I'll try, but there's an old cartoon on a channel called Nickelodeon uh, and it went to Disney at one point. It's called Doug and it was about this kid and he would daydream a lot and he would kind of like write in his journal and tell you about his day and things like that. In one episode, he had a lucky hat. It like blew in from the wind and he put it on and he just kind of took it and everything started going his way. And when he had it, he felt really good. And then the hat the wind blew and the hat started getting away from him and he was trying to get it back. This is kind of a really terrible synopsis. Um, And this is kind of, this is kind of how I felt about 2021, if I'm being honest. So the hat started to blow away. It's like you try to go chase the hat back. And then eventually you have to come to that realization that I'm going to let it go. And it's somebody else's turn. Uh, And, and then it's like, I'll just be ready if the hat ever comes back to me. But it's not my time anymore. Uh, I guess is a good way to put it. And you could have that with, you know, Brave. You mentioned your nine race win streak on ladder, which is insane, I think, by the way. Yes. Because um, it's hard to do that, uh, especially yeah. in different modes. You know, Humbug, your successes across numerous tournaments, like going insanely far, like that's still happening. I think you still have your hat right now. And... And Aerie, your hat of like slaying everything in MG, all the one v ones you mentioned. I I don't know. I, I don't know if that like example makes any sense to you guys, but the the lucky hat thing. Is, I I really do feel like that is a part of this community, whether or not it, it has any merit to it. And that's <laughs> like, def- yeah. like it being rando is definitely a huge part of it, right? Like you can't mm-hmm. have a streak forever. Like there is going to be variants. That's why, like you said, that's part of why we started playing. Like, I likened it to, like, mm-hmm. poker or Magic the Gathering. Like, even if you're statistically or strategically or execution-wise not as good, you still have a shot because you make a decision, you get lucky. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, the better that you get, like, we're all in the situation, that part might be the reason why it's sometimes less enjoyable. But right. even but yeah, definitely with streaks like this, it's gonna end at some point, and we will have to learn to accept that and see just when the next streak comes, or or how or learn how to deal with that in some way, shape, or form. 
yeah, any any thoughts, Brave, on uh, on that at all? It was just, actually just while you were saying what you said there, Eddie. Like, uh, I was just literally thinking about how much frustrated I get about a loss where I just get randled. <clears throat> if I like, if I lose because of I made a bad decision or just because I got pure, pure, purely executed, fine, that's cool. I was outplayed. I was outmatched. That's fine. But yeah, when it's and, and again, it's like if you if you get frustrated by that, should you be playing randomizer? But yeah, when uh, when it just doesn't go your way, when your hat's blown off, I think that's mm-hmm. the most frustrating ones. And then I don't know about you, but when especially if I go on a loss streak, I feel more pressure to turn it round as well. Mm-hmm. And when I lose it, I get more frustrated. And then again, the like. Because it, it does get to the point, I think people it get expectations of you. And for me, it's still strange. It's something I'm still getting used to, of people expecting good things from me. Like, first, don't do that, because I'm just going to disappoint you, all right? Just let's save us both <laughs> that heartache. But, like, when, like, this year for, for the main tournament, I went in, I had two very good quals, two very bad quals and one that went all right and I squeaked in, very much squeaked in. And it got to groups and I'm like, mm, what, this is a group? This is a group. Everybody had a group, <laughs> but this is my problem. Um, and I wasn't sure, I really wasn't sure I was going to make it out of my group. But everyone was like, you'll get out, no problem. I'm like, I want that confidence for myself. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, that's cool because everybody's like, no, that's cool, you'll make it out. Yeah, and I'm just like, like it last year. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You did it last year. That's the thing, though, right? Can you really have that confidence for yourself? Like, is is it actually like, do do you have the can can you literally have that playing a randomizer? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm not sure you can. Like, can you really have the expectation of I'm not worried about anything. I'm going to blaze through this because I am. I feel like I am so much better than these people, these other per- players. Does, no, see, that's is, is it really possible? <laughs> no. I don't think it no. is. No. I think you can be confident in your own skill set mm-hmm. to right. at least be able right. to put up a fight. Sure. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yes. You can be like, confident I, to play. You yeah. can have confidence to play well. Yeah, but confident to win. No. I, certain people do, but like, n- no. I, I don't think you can be confident to win unless you're like any of you three facing someone who literally joined Randall today. You're going to win. You can be pretty confident you're going to win. But that is a very extreme that's scenario. Not main tournament like, groups. That's, that's yeah. it. That's like the situation you yeah. can be yeah. confident. Yes. Like yes. this person's never played Randall before. Go race them. Yeah, I'm going to win. Cool, whatever. But that's that's not what we're facing. That's not what we're racing. That's yeah. not the people that we're racing. Mm-hmm. So no. Confident, I think it's good to have confidence in your own skill set, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, like confidence in the little nuances of it. I, you know, I'm very confident in uh, low low percent boss situations. I'm confident walking around the dark world, three hearts bunny, cross keys is not a problem for me. Um, <laughs> some people, I'm very confident in dark rooms <laughs> or whatever. That kind of, you know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah. But confidence to win? No, because I think that crosses the line into just being arrogant, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. yeah. And, I don't know about you, but see if I face someone who I perceive as being arrogant, that they're going to definitely win against me, I want to take them down even more. But oh, then yeah. that's out of pressure again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, yeah. And that together with the the outside pressure that you mentioned from others expecting you to get out of groups, it's so hard to like twist that mentally into, I'm just going to try my best and we'll see. Like, it can't happen, but we'll see. And just like believing that and not twisting that into they expect me to win or I need mm-hmm. to win now. It's just like, mm-hmm. thank you. I'm going to do my best. Like, that's, that's really hard in a way. Yeah. It is. I, I was told that situations like that, especially where you have to reform how you think and perceive things, is uh, where you really have to take time and practice believing what you think and uh, like what you should think, I guess, is a way to put that. So what you were saying, Ari, of trying to put a spin on that is like you have to almost tell yourself like a, a almost like a mantra over and over, like, listen, it is not an expectation from your friends. It is them wishing you the best. And you have to say it enough. It's like you you fake fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. You have to fake telling yourself that because you know it to be true, but your brain's telling you it's not true. Uh, and then you you have to focus on how you should be thinking and it, it, it like it's almost draining just to do that uh and and put a spin in in a positive direction changing how our tendencies are to think i think about like how rando works or just life is very daunting of a task i think that that's i mean that's hard we could say that's harder than hovering right yeah uh to, to, yeah. to make things a little <laughs> lighthearted. as someone who can't yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> The question is, should we ban it? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah, we can we can ban <laughs> positive thinking in the community. We've done that uh, time to time. I think it's definitely been uh, yeah. But do you know the thing that you're talking about, Dante? The, you know, your friends are only wishing you the best, and the, the, the thing that almost like it even enforces that that is true is even when I've lost the race that people have perhaps expected me to win. I've never, ever had one person be at a race, like somebody in the community who races or outside of it, somebody who just watches. Never have I had anyone come up to me and say, you disappointed me. Ah, you let me down. Exactly. I've never had that happen. But that is like the worst fear mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like, especially when someone's like, oh, I really want you to win this and you don't win it. And you're like, but the th- that person's not going to go and cry themselves to sleep because you didn't win. But that's it, you know, you're like, cool, I've ruined that person's life now. Like, what have I done? You, we just blow yeah. up to extraordinary proportions on our heads yeah. sometimes. And it's not, if somebody says like, oh yeah, no, you'll get out of it. It's just confidence in you. It's just wanting you to win and do your best. And, you know, it's never an expectation of if you don't get out of here, then I'm not even going to watch you anymore or anything like that. But we just, our, like, our minds can just spin things into the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, yeah. I, I, I think it definitely depends on, like for like for me, I'm a worst case scenario person. Like my friend <laughs> arrives five minutes late, I'm like cool, in a car crash, they're dead now. It's not they got caught in traffic. <laughs> that's my. I can relate. Yeah, yeah that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely my mindset. Like it honestly is. It sounds like you need to like you need to stop worrying about stuff, and it's like no, look, I'm an overthinker and I'm a worrier. I'm just this is me now. Mm, I'm gonna own this, yeah. and I'll do the same for for Rando, and then it's. Even even if I've had a rough race and I, I'm looking and like I always have the race room up, especially if it's a race room because I'm not making anybody wait for me. Um, and they've not finished and I'm into GT. It's like, do you know what? See if I've only lost by GT, it's fine. 
but it's like I always like I I kind of like start to get myself down as well and I like and in my head I'm like cool now I need to apologise to everybody because I've messed up and now I've let them all down nobody thinks that no, nobody right. does nope. it's it's just like most people realise because I think like we put all this pressure on ourselves to, to, to do well and improve and to not let people down and it kind of takes sometimes we have to take a step back and realise that at the end of the day we're all only human mm-hmm. our rando like do you know what, right, so a, a very simple thing. See, when I take a week off work and I play rando, my skill goes from, like, it shoots up because I'm not worrying about all that crap at work. Right. Um, but recently I've had a lot going on in my personal life. We've moved from England to Scotland and we're in the middle of buying a house. We're getting married this year. We've got a lot going on. I, I don't feel I've improved so much this year, honestly, but it's because I've not had the focus to do it. Mm-hmm. So... It's, but then it's this thing of you did it once you can do it again, but yeah. you know so it's. Yeah. But this year, honestly, like this year, this year I've not felt as much of the pressure perhaps as I should have. But it's on. It's because I've got these outside pressures, these real life pressures, yeah. that take much more precedent at the moment. Yeah, things like, that uh, to say this lightly, things that actually matter. <laughs> Like, yeah. Or, yeah. like, I mean, I mean, we'll be, I mean, I'll be honest about it. Like, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's almost like a blessing that we can be this sometimes upset or worried about randomizer, like mm-hmm. a silly, a silly 30 year old video game. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to think about that too, a little more. Like now that I've said it out loud, it's kind of like, do we really need to panic? You know, that, uh, we got to play a really tough opponent in this tournament, uh, or I didn't, I didn't get top sixteen or top eight. You know, I didn't make it out of groups or something. It's you know a, a, a perfect example of not wanting to let people down. Uh, brave when I when I first season in league, there was a cross keys week. This is when cross keys was not popular. This is when cross keys took like an average of three hours if we were lucky. Uh, I think Ari remembers those times. Maybe Humbug does too. And like that, that was that was like a good time in the community was around three hours. And I played cross keys. I'd played maybe five seeds that week in league. And I never thought to walk out the back of old man. And that was where my go mode was. And I literally sat there on restream with my map open, looking at my tracker like I don't know where to go. And then I finally saw the dot done come in. And I literally went back to my team and said, yeah, if you guys want to kick me off the team because I suck. You, I won't. I won't be upset. And they're just like, "Dude, shut up! You just made a mistake. It's not a big deal." <laughs> I was like, "I've never had that happen. Like, I didn't even know to go out the back of old man. Who does that? Apparently, everybody but me." Um, <laughs> it's oh, yeah, it's, a, it's a classic gotcha. It's a classic gotcha. Yeah, it's, yeah no, I've, yeah. I've never forgot that, and especially not in a, a recent uh, daily race. No, uh-huh. definitely didn't forget to do that uh-huh. either. It's Such like a noob thing to do, Danny. It's like, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's like mirroring at race game, like from digging game. It's like, it's just one of those things that as a newer player, it's like, you can do that. Is that a logic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cape to get into Aga tower. Oh yeah. Beating Aga to get into Aga tower. Oh, that, now that, 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 you know, that's, that, that's yeah. a new one. <laughs> that is a new one for me. And the, such a cool piece of one I've, I've uh, I had a seed, somebody redeemed a seed for me, is um, having the bomb shop uh, at 
Uh, it was like, I can't remember where it was now, but basically you had to go into the dark world, mirror out and leave your portal in front of Hyrule Castle, go and get your bomb, walk back to take the portal so oh, you could do the bomb yeah, shot. Yeah. And I was like, that's wow. what? That's logical? This was That wasn't even that long ago. I've been playing this for coming up three years now. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? That's, but then, but the thing is as well, I think when like, it's so cool to be restreamed. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not slamming on that at all. But I'm getting better with it now, but see in the start when I started getting restreams, I panicked so very much because it was like something you said earlier, Dante, what are they saying mm-hmm. about me? Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. See, and it happens now. I, I care less about it now. That's, I'm it, not, that's interesting. I love going at the, Yeah. I've, well, I love, do you know when you read that, you watch it back and you go in the chat and it's like, oh, Humbug shouldn't be doing this. What a big mistake. And it pays off and you're like, <laughs> dead payoff. I I love. I actually, honestly, that is just such joy. It's so petty, but I'm like, mm, suck it. I got it right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's. Oh my god. Like the, like the now, now it, chess side of logic. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. stick to the logic. For me, like, re, re, restreams are interesting, expectation wise. Mm. Yes. Because for me, I have gotten worse at handling restreams. Oh. Because. Okay. Like n- now, I feel like people actually like they have expectations on me to make sane decisions, <laughs> and now they can see me make the worst decisions because, of course, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, it it that that make me that makes me play worse. Mm. Nine out of ten times, it makes me play worse. I don't know how to deal with that. I find that very hard. Sure, I, I, I agree I, with that. Yeah, I, I it, this is going to sound so, I just don't care. <laughs> I, it's a thing that I think, uh, I like. It's, it's a thing in my personal life from, from a long time ago. I think I actually hit that about 16. I don't care what people <laughs> think of me or the way I'm playing. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You either like it or you don't. Um, your opinions don't matter. Mm-hmm. Like I like I'm trying to be the best person I can be, and I'm trying to play the the best I can be. I'm trying to, like I want to make a welcoming community. Like I d- I don't care who you are. Like if you mm-hmm. if you're a nice enough person, cool, come in, join, play. Let's let's do it. But whatever somebody thinks of the way that I play or anything like that, I don't care. If you've got enough time to actually be worried about how I'm playing, maybe you should get a hobby. Apart from watching random, stay watching yeah. random. Yeah. But, but you like, know what I mean. It's yeah. Don't you? Unless you are a perfect racer, unless you've never lost a race, you've never made a mistake. You know, you are you've you've god rated every single seed you've ever played. Unless you've done that, you have no right to judge how anybody else plays. Yeah. Well, and if, nobody's if ever you, done that. If, if you've done that, you're also a cheater. But yeah, like I. I I, I, I I can <laughs> I can I can recall like so many restreams races that I've done that I have like okay with delay it's it's so weird because there have been so many times that I have thought to myself all right in ten minutes people are gonna laugh <laughs> what's that up mm-hmm. what's up with that like come on dude yeah stop I yeah. I used to be worried about that a little bit um. But I realized when rewatching restreams and stuff because I do enjoy, I personally enjoy like 
doing swaggy strats on restream or showing off or like just you don't say <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i especially like with the recent rise of like more like personal restreams with like the more established community members and stuff the majority of people unless they are like actively like being meme or trolly they really just want to see both people thrive and like support yeah. both runners and mm -hmm. they usually like they might suggest alternatives or like slightly criticize routes but for the most part they're actively supportive and i think that's really yeah. cool constructive criticism yeah and mm -hmm. i think also and i think that you have you are certainly allowed to be that yourself humbug i am pretty confident in the majority of modes and stuff that I do, that what I do is at least somewhat legit and that at least I know when I screw up and that's okay when people laugh at it or make a comment on it. It's like everybody makes mistakes and that's fine. And if there is constructive criticism, it's like, yeah, okay, I could have done that better. Then that's a-okay. But I think, I think you have enough reason to believe that even if people say something about it, I, I have a reason for what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's something you have to, I don't know, put behind you. And I say that in the sense of, I need to do that. Not you. I need to, uh, I use the word you like for the, the collective because I, I, when I first started with the restreams, I would say, Oh, speed gaming's got like 400 people watching. I don't know who these 400 people are. And I'd let that number get to me. Uh, I think after I started playing like more dance games, you know, in front of like 10 to 20 people at, on, on good days, it's like, I don't really care about the people watching. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just here playing a game. I get more upset about, and maybe, maybe this is kind of what you were re referencing, Humbug, my peers, my fellow racers with like some comments in chat, like, all right, I'm going to make this play. This makes sense to me right now. In the heat of battle, this totally makes sense. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But they always remember the times that it does work. And they think, oh, well, the luck sack again has done it. Uh, that, that's a term I've heard a lot for me is the luck sack, which I won't deny has been kind of the case sometimes. Uh, but I think I've improved enough where I could say that I feel like if I have a little bit of luck, it may just look like I'm luck sacking <laughs> because <laughs> I, I could play play well enough. But now it's kind of like looking back on restreams and watching them. I just think, OK, well, and this is all self-perceived, but I just think, OK, what are my peers thinking? OK, they just made a joke in chat. Was that serious or was that sarcasm? Was it was it meant to be a, a fun for fun joke? Am I, how am I supposed to perceive that? I, I personally struggle a lot with that especially when I'm not in those crowds, you know, like I'm, I'm cordial with them. I'm, I call them acquaintance, a friend, like an online friend, but I don't have, uh, like, I don't know them personally. I don't know them much beyond, you know, discord, Twitch chat, and a couple of interactions in the racing scene. I think that's, that's like the biggest, like one of the biggest anxiety spikers for me in, in racing is like, how do I perceive if someone if these people like me or I, I say like me, that sounds very too broad, but like, are they judging me or are they just having a good time? Like, I want to have a good time and I hope they're having a good time. 
but it's very hard sometimes I think to, to, to differentiate the two for me. Uh, and I don't know. I, I feel like I could be me when I'm on a restream, but I, 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 I mean, you said you couldn't feel that way now. Humbug. Is that, is that something, is that very, is that related at all to kind of what I was mentioning there? When I've been listening to, to you talk about this, I, I realized something kind of interesting that the, like the experience of doing the reveal stream was somehow completely different for me. Mm. I, I made mistakes. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I, apparently the, the creatures in Skullwoods that can eat your shield, they can't digest the mirror shield. Who knew? Uh, I learned that that day by trying. <laughs> that, that, that was you better believe I've tried it. That, that was hilarious. Uh, but like that didn't get to me. That that that's mm-hmm. weird. It it's 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 the race setting. Yeah. That, yeah. that 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 just and probably also it's actually being like side to side by side, but with someone else that in my head obviously does everything better. Uh, that that just gets to me somehow um, because the re- the, re- the reveal stream didn't 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 like turn on me at all like that. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think because like the reveal stream, that's a, that's strict. That's just fun. That's just strictly for fun. Yeah, that nobody's, was just silly. Yeah, that's like nobody's looking at you going, oh my god, humbug! Like he messed up the this bomb jump. No, nobody's looking at that. Everybody's like, where's my name? Where's my name? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. you did. You know, you did. Well, you did. Uh, you did muffin stash, and everyone was like, woo, muffin stash. I, like, I also, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I also yeah. I also bonked in Spectacle Rock came. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That was I was honestly yeah. I was watching that I about fell off my sofa. But, like that's the thing you can do stuff yeah, like that, exactly, and everybody, exactly. you know, normally would be like, oh my god, humbug, he's too far behind now. But that one, everybody's like, yes, that's it. So that one, but that's like that was it was so cool to watch, and that was so entertaining. And like the thing is, you could like the like going to try and get your mirror shield eaten, right? For all we know, you could have known that and was just trying to promote hatred of Mirror Shield, as you should. Like, you know, it was just like, get in, get in, and somebody's like, no, it can't be eaten, and you're just like, just eat it anyway. We don't know how to take that, you know? Like, you could have been like, yeah, no, I totally, I totally knew I was just, like, trying to meme off of it and stuff. But do you think because there was no, there wasn't a race, this was just for fun, and you could just do really whatever you wanted as long as yeah. you got all the names out there? Yeah. Do you think that's why when you did make... To be well, a mistake, but not that one you would you wouldn't try that in an actual race anyway. I, but is that why you think no. it didn't get to you so much? Yeah, and and I, I guess also coming coming off the, the the win in the in the in the quals for sure, for sure helped, right? Uh, like for for a brief moment there, I I was the best, uh, mm-hmm. and and that 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 helped for sure. Uh, but but yeah, I, I think it's the race, the, the race part of restreams that that I find tough to 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 deal with. Yeah, it it, it puts it, it's this weird pressure. Like, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I think from your two sixteen episode humbug. You know, you said you did do, did do some sports, if I do recall. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you've been in a competitive environment. Most things, you know, that we do are are team based. You know, mm-hmm. and kind of like we'll say like league and co-op um, in rando. It's it's kind of like it's just me out there. You know, there's nobody. There's no coach. 
you know, unless it's the mentor tournament, um, there's no timeout. There's no planning. Like there's no halftime where you or a break period where you get to reevaluate your position and see the score. You're just you're there. And a, a lot of people have talked about this that are more like on the casual side of things, you know, versus where we are in competitive. But you're just kind of out there all alone and there's, there's no chat. There's no I mean, there may be some emotes if you're, you know, following the the guidelines or suggestions from tournament admins <laughs> so you don't get spoiled. Um, you're also 10 minutes into the future from everybody, you know, like you're off in Hyrule looking for items and your stream or the restream is just watching you sit on the practice hack or something to get a crop for the restream. <laughs> and it's, uh, I don't know, it's very, it, it's an odd feeling for me in that regard, but I feel very, I feel very alone yeah. uh, in that, in that moment. And some days that's a good thing. It's some days it's decompressing. And then some days it's like the most amount of pressure, like week one, week two of league or game one, game two of groups, main tournament. We'll use those two as examples. Uh, that's some fresh excitement. Like, yeah. It's so exciting. It's so fun. Yeah. And then when you start to get to like quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, of anything, the expectation starts to have set in. You have the opportunity, and now you're like, "I hope I don't screw this up." Yeah, in front of everybody, mm-hmm. 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 and that's when it becomes like the loneliest one and a half to two hours of your life. Uh huh. It's like I just like get me out of here, dude. Huh? And some people are, you know, there's there, there are probably some people who have like probably more mental fortitude than the four of us that will say, "I don't know what you're talking about." Like I don't experience that, and that's I think that's fantastic. There are. very different folks out there um, who experience things in very different ways. But yeah, like every time it's kind of like, man, can this be over? Like, (laughs) I hope I win, (laughs) but I want, and I want to do well and I want to be in the moment, but I can this be over and like, just see where, where things lie. And I go on to the important stuff too. To to touch on that too, though, like, like you were saying, we are just sitting here without like half time or a break or a coach, but we are folk trying to focus for almost two hours mm-hmm. every race. It is a lot of time to be focusing and it is. to try to perform at your A game. And that mm-hmm. is pretty rough too. Yeah, I think the biggest tell of that is you could see this with me and I think we could see it with a lot of people, myself as an example like a casual boot seed, if it starts getting because of how bad, you know, or trolly as, as the word people like to use may become, the timer starts to get up. You know, in a casual boot seed, you, you hit 140, 150, you're, you're not really too happy about your standing. Mm-hmm. You, the average casual boots is like, what, 120, 130 at this yeah, point? At this you point, know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. kind of a safe assumption. And, you know, that you don't think you're under pressure. You're trying to play it out and you're trying to keep that focus. And it's kind of like your, your brain just starts to give out and then your skill starts to give out a little bit. And you can kind of see it like from the outside when you're watching it back. It's like you can watch yourself almost break down where you see these minute mistakes. And I think when I talked to Mike on an episode, he he hit the nail on the head and I had never actually heard someone verbalize it. It was... He said something along the lines of we've become so good at the game that we see all these tiny mistakes and we have forgotten all the good that we do. 
along the way. Mm-hmm. And I ever since he said that, I've tried to think about that every time. Like if I'm having a bad like if I feel like, oh, I'm so tilted, I'm doing so poorly. I start I try to actually think about Mike saying that because he said it so eloquently. I don't know. I think that helps a little bit, like having that like affirmation to try to think about like especially afterwards when you lose. It's kind of like I did so many things correct. I have so many things to be proud of. I just, you know, I maybe lost a coin flip or I made one or two mistakes, but I made 87 plays that were right and I did well on them. So I should be happy Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I kind of want to equate that to like recent like small MG grind that I've been having. Like I've had runs where I felt I was messing up every single split and every single split was like plus five or plus 10 over gold. And in the end it was still 123. And it's just like in hindsight, wow, I've actually been doing well. I couldn't have done this last year, but during when you're playing, it's like, it just feels like everything's going wrong. And in hindsight, it's like you're actually doing well, just you can take Mm -hmm. pride in that. And I think a lot of random players can, I think have a very similar hindsight mindsets after the run it's just a lot harder to in that sense to compare how well you're actually doing because obviously it's random your times are going to be different every single time sure but sometimes you can just look back at a race and be like that actually went well i i succeeded at that i made a good call there yeah right it was also to kind of bring it back to a wee bit of it's like earlier on we were talking about like um improvement in yourself like if you can see yourself improving um one of the things that i was thinking about there is like uh l- like losing now um you were talking about like you know the, the sometimes you just make a play that didn't work out the uh, the the way that i kind of view my own improvement now is that when i when i do lose because a play didn't work out for me that's still a sign of improvement because there mm-hmm. are people that i raced a year ago that i lost and i don't know I don't know why I lost, because I wasn't good enough. But it, I couldn't mm. pinpoint it down to a, I lost because I did this. Um, now I'm losing and I lost because I overcleared slightly or I did this play and it didn't work out. It's it's an odd thing to take a loss like that and turn it into something positive. But for me, that's what I'm, that's what I'm currently trying to do mm. is I lost because of this, but at least I know why I lost. Mm-hmm. And I can take that and improve on it. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of a, a good positive to take. I kind of wanted to put find find a way for us to all we're inadvertently doing it, but I wanted to find a way to put a positive spin on some of the things that we've been talking about and how we deal with them because uh, I know I know we're getting close to time for some some of us uh, as far as like other obligations. Humbug, do you? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm actually laying it out for you now, but do you have like a positive way that you try to tell yourself here, like or remind yourself when you you know deal with these struggles along the way and in, in competition? Not enough. No. Uh, well, that's I, fair for all of us, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I try. I, I, I really do. Um, but I, I find it very hard to, like, especially like what, what, you were, what you were tangentially talking about earlier, like when you can feel the seed go to places, uh, and you can just <laughs> yeah. feel, your, feel your skills just evaporate, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I relate to that so much, uh, and that's something that I have a hard time with. But I I, I liked what you I, I I liked the quote from Mike there, Denti. I I really did. Um, 
like th- there's so much good in what I like in my play that mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. You, you mean I've watched you, I've watched the three of you play. You're great. All three of you are fantastic runners. And it's kind of like, I think our biggest critics are always ourselves. Of course. Yes. Uh, and I've been trying to tell myself that more. And I've been trying to tell myself because of that, I should be having more fun. And because mm-hmm. I'll circle it back. Expectation, like the self-expectation that sometimes you put on yourself. And sometimes it's it's intentional. Sometimes it's very inadvertent, but it's very real. And we we need to take this for what it is. It's a competition, but it, uh, you know, I haven't, you know, I don't think anybody signed a deal to like a multi-million dollar deal to uh, play randomizer competitively. Uh, so it's not their livelihood. I know there's Twitch stuff, you know, we're not getting into that, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, if there's a Twitch team out there that wants to sign me. Like. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally up for a multi-million dollar deal right now. I, I just bought a house. Yeah. I'll take your money. C9, if you're out there. I would like a nice cloud cloud badge next to. Yeah. Uh, oh, I could definitely think of some sponsorships. Just uh, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is that bottle? So we have cams on. We don't have the video feed for this, obviously. But what yeah. uh, Brave has been flashing this bottle. This is a this is a bars oh. Iron Brew sugar free. Okay. Uh, I will happily rot my teeth for some of your money. Because it means Perfect. I can buy new. T- I can always buy new teeth. There you go. That's, that's like me and Diet Diet Mountain Lightning from Walmart. It's like the the worst cheap knockoff like Mountain Dew Mellow Yellow soda ever, uh, and it's like so delicious. Uh, I, that's where the the GG emote on my channel comes from. Oh, I'm so obsessed with. I see. Okay. So. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so so thank you guys. Uh, I, I know we're gonna probably just try to go put a put a bow on this like very chaotic, all over the place kind of almost uh, sporadic conversation. With we had very little notes on here, but we wanted to try and express some thoughts. Uh, I'll just kind of go around the room. Ari, do you have any uh, final thoughts or anything you'd like to plug? Uh, and feel free to plug your Twitch channel here. <laughs> I don't know. I think just putting it out, putting this conversation out there will help maybe with self-reflection for like all four of us in some way like hopefully it helps us grow even more in these aspects but also for anyone who has been struggling with this i just hope it helps in some way if anyone wants to reach out at least to me maybe also the rest of us just to talk more about maybe how to handle it if they have any tips for how to handle it um please do i i think these are very very important topics especially with the current influx of more and more tournaments more and more probably pressure to perform um yeah just it's it's probably not talked about enough and i hope this is a good start to yeah maybe get get more of this out there sure so thank you very much nanti for inviting us well thank you for being here humbug uh any any final thoughts uh yeah, like for, first of all, thanks for thanks for having having us, and and I I really want to echo what what Eri said there. Like uh, this is important. Th- these are important conversations to have, and like I I want people to have these conversations if they feel like they need to. 
um, I, I, I like uh, chat in in the Gomu Podcasts uh, Discord. Like talk about it. Uh, you can you can be as open as you want. You can be as vague as you want. But if you want to talk about it, talk about it. Uh, mm-hmm. ping, ping me. Sure, go ahead. Ping me. <laughs> T- tell me. Tell me. Give me. Give Humbug's me. Nice. Give, I promise. I <laughs> sometimes. Uh, <laughs> if if you if you if you have advice on like how I could handle these things better, like I, I've stated my issues here, go ahead. Like ping me. Uh, shoot. I uh, I will happily take any advice anyone has. Awesome. Uh, Brave, uh, final thoughts. Floor is yours. Um, well, yeah, kind of still like echoing what Eri said. Um, if if this is something that you're struggling with and you want to reach out and talk to someone, reach out. There are so many people in this community that are willing to listen. Like, again, like I'd, I'm one of them. I was thinking about this, actually, because it happened to me really recently and it was a shock but it was a nice shock is that somebody thanked me for showing them something because they took it they took what I showed them and used it in a race and they were happy that they got it and I was like oh my like like me I showed you and they were like yeah it was you who taught me that and I used it in a race and now I'm saving such and such time and I'm like like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. you like you forget about the good plays that you made but also I think it's important to remember the good things that you do as well. Like sometimes it takes somebody telling you. I, I'm hoping I'm not going overboard, but Dante, you sent Zen a message during League. You have no idea how much that helped him. Yeah, because it I, just, I remember, it I remember was, that conversation and I, yeah. I, I, I've I, been there. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't know if the feedback form, I, I honestly felt out of line sending Zen a message. Uh, I'm not going to go into super specifics, no. but it was... I, I felt it was something that was needed, and it was. Need, I, yeah. I'm glad it was help, uh, helpful. Yeah, I was. He was like super stoked to hear from you, and like it helped him a lot. And then, Eric, you've helped me so much improve. Just like, hitting, do you know what? It's, it's the weirdest thing. The, the biggest thing that I remember you showing me is hitting God Pixel at Thieves Town. Do you know how good I feel every time I hit that? Do you know how good that feels to me? Every time I get it, I'm like, I'm amazing. It's such, it's such, it's just like, like yeah, see, it's like for anyone who's struggling with that, see if anyone's ever came to you and said thanks for showing me this or thanks for helping me that. Remember that, not just your play, but you've done good things for the community as well. Is like we we're human beings; we focus on the bad things more than the good. Try and remember the good stuff you do as well. Right, absolutely. That that those are some words to live by. Focus on the good more than the bad. Like don't don't dwell on your mistakes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's learn good. from them. Yeah, learning from them is the key. Well, thanks again, guys. Um, this has been fantastic. Uh, again, sorry, maybe a little chaotic, especially starting <laughs> off, but I think I think this is good. And I, I, as you guys have all said, I genuinely hope this helps someone. If someone wants to reach out, my DMs are open. My DMs have been, DMs have been honestly flooded lately. Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, uh, just seriously, a big thank you to the three of you for coming on and kind of just opening up about some of these in some of these issues. And I, I don't know if we want to call them issues or just there. There are thoughts, you know, and uh, just kind of putting them out there in the void for everybody to maybe maybe learn some stuff from. We're here. So, yeah, we're here for the community. So the only That's thing we right. can do is yeah. give back. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this yeah. has been Airy, Humbug, and Scottish Brave on the Spoiler Log. So here we are. I've been hyping this episode up for several weeks now. You know, kind of looking back, editing this, putting it all together. It feels a bit like a relief to be able to talk about this with other people that are experiencing similar things. And like we were saying, I would encourage anybody who's ever felt something like this, even if it's not even directly related, but just close to it, to reach out to your friends, reach out to us. I'm sure we would love to try and talk to you and help you work through it. Uh, Maybe you can help us, as we said, work through some of our deals too. But we need to be a community that's always building each other up and not tearing each other down, especially in times like these. Current events, I'm not really going to go through with this episode, but community unification is something that would be really good around now. Everything's kind of fragile, and I personally just want to see us succeed. That all being said, what's next for Spoiler Log? Right now, not a whole lot. I am going to be out of town this weekend. I'll be recording when I get back with Temp and Herf. I'm sure we'll cover all the current events then because there's a lot to talk about. And I don't think now is probably the time for it. But uh, if I can get a guest lined up and recorded and edited, it's going to be really tough to do. But we may just have a week off next week. Uh, If there is an episode, it may be a shorter one or something else. But hope you guys tune in to the GMP episode when it comes out on Wednesday of the following week. And we'll see you guys real soon.